Hey, what's up, everyone? Sam Shaw here. I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. Today, I'm back with another client interview for you guys. I'm excited to have Amit on with us. Uh, he just finished going through his junior summer internship recruiting process for the summer of 2022 uh, and was able to navigate the entire process successfully. So I wanted to get him on here to just talk about his experience with you guys and hopefully give you guys some insight on how the process works. And perhaps you can take some of the things you learn on here and apply it to your own process as well. And uh, hopefully also have a very successful outcome. So Amit, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you so much, Sam. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess uh, to start things off, if you can kind of give people um, a sense for just introduce yourself real quick, you know, what kind of candidate are you? Maybe like type of like school, whatever you want to talk about with your profile. Yeah, no, I'd love to. So uh, hi, everyone. My name is Amit. Uh, currently a rising junior at Emory University studying finance and economics. So as Sam mentioned, I uh, just finished my 2022 uh, summer analyst recruitment cycle. Uh, so for me, you know, starting the process, it was kind of in the fall, I started thinking about banking and then in the spring was obviously uh, the, the major, the crux of the recruitment uh, process. And there uh, I was, you know, considered a non-diversity and at Emory University, you know, you're not, you're not really considered a strong target candidate. So it's kind of in a mixed category in a couple of uh, different places, but that was sort of my uh, candidate profile in terms of, you know, me, what I like to do. Uh, I love sports. So I'm an avid sports fan. I love playing sports and uh, you know, that kind of ranges from tennis, golf, basketball, football. I watch practically everything. So a uh, big sports guy. And, you know, just throughout the process, I, I realized that uh, I enjoy reading news, current events, and it's just uh, something that fascinates me. So that's a little bit about me. Um, you know, I'm getting happy to go into anything that uh, worthwhile. Cool. So you go to Emory, which I guess, I mean, you guys are considered what, a semi-target? I mean, it depends. Yeah, on I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the bank, but some banks, you know, we have strong connections at, and then some are a little less. But yeah, I would consider semi-target. Yeah, my understanding is like some of the banks in the South definitely recruit heavily from your school. Like, uh, I guess formerly SunTrust, which is now Truist, and right uh, banks like that. But then, like, if you're talking about New York, um, you guys are probably not so much a target for those offices. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, so I think, uh, I mean, with Emory, because a lot of the kids that come in are New York kids, um, there is definitely a, a strong presence in New York. Now, for, you know, some of the Bulges and EBs, we do have a decent connection with some of those in New York, but um, there's obviously some that, you know, there's very few students that go, but others, you know, we get three or four, whatever a year uh, that goes. So it's, it's a little, uh, it just case by case basis, um, but yeah. Got it. Okay. So I think you came to us um july of 2020 which is basically the summer between freshman and sophomore year right, right. so can you just kind of talk about what you had already been doing up to that point like prior to finding wall street national like had you already started preparing for the recruiting process did you already start networking or i don't know like what were you working on previously um just on your own yeah, so uh, that's actually kind of an interesting question. And to be quite honest, I really wasn't doing much uh, or anything related to investment banking. You know, I finished my first year of classes, 
did well academically. And, you know, I thought I was, this was a good platform. I, I really didn't know. I was kind of ignorant to the fact that some of these fields start recruiting so early these days. And uh, I had to, you know, kind of get everything together pretty quickly. And so originally I was interested in consulting. I was interested in investment banking, but it was by name. It wasn't by, you know, true interest because I didn't really know what it was. Um, and then that summer between my freshman and sophomore year, I started researching, started talking to just different people, understanding what investment making was. And then I came across Wall Street Mastermind, which really kickstarted the whole process uh, into the recruitment cycle. So, I mean, before that, I, I pr pretty much was just learning about different things, wasn't doing anything internship related or recruitment related. Um, but then, yeah, after July, um, I started getting my mind into the you know thick of things and then uh, that kind of carried over to the fall and the spring. Got it. So actually, you came to Wall Street Mastermind at the very beginning of your recruiting process then, so to speak. Right. Which is interesting. Right. You know, I mean, we get both types of students. Like some students, they come to us after they've already struggled on their own and they need, they're stuck and they need help figuring stuff out. Um, then there's some students like you who just, you know, want that guidance from the get-go so that you're not wasting your time and your efforts. Um, and right. so that makes sense. What made you want to join like a program like Wall Street Mastermind? Because um, like, what? why didn't you just, because a lot of people, if they, they want to do investment banking, they think that, you know, that's just something that they go through on their own, right? Like, yeah. what, what made you want to kind of hop into a program like ours? Yeah. So for me during that time, you know, I started to talk to some friends, upperclassmen, and I realized that, you know, finance, investment banking was something I was interested in. And I knew I started to realize by, you know, watching some of the Wall Street Mastermind YouTube videos and just talking to other people that investment banking is an incredibly competitive field. And with that, you know, I wanted to, again, like you said, not waste time, have a seamless process. And I knew I was going to be able to put in the work, but I didn't want to also, I wanted to do it, to do it efficiently and not really have to go back and forth and, and waste time on that. And, and so when I came across these videos, uh, and, and honestly, it was a constant free consultation that, that made a huge difference. I, I talked to Kate, I believe, and in that conversation, you know, it was just, uh, I think I developed a sense of trust with you guys that I was able to really understand, you know, where you're coming from and how you're going to help. And it didn't seem like any uh, marketing tactics to me. It was, it was more genuine and uh, I saw the results. So you can't, you can't really argue with the facts. And then after that, and when I talked to you, I was like, okay, this may be a possibility. So went convinced my parents um, of that. And then when I enrolled in Wall Street Mastermind, it was uh, honestly, it became a whole new sort of curriculum for me to follow. Like I had school, but I had investment banking recruiting. And it was like two separate things that both required equal time. And, it, and at times, investment banking recruitment required more time. And so with that, I was able to just uh, keep my mind focused on two different things. And, and during that uh, time when I was kind of getting enrolled in Wall Street Mastermind, there's one specific line that really stood out to me. And I think, you know, during that free consultation and talking with you, Sam, it, you had a, a sort of, you accept a certain number of kids that you feel are qualified or can get the offer that they want. And I remember specifically both of you saying that, uh, you know, if you keep up your grades and you enroll in this program, like we pretty much guarantee like 95% chance that you'll get elite boutique or a bulge bracket. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, obviously there's no guarantees uh, in this regard, but the fact that you had that trust in me. And then I was able to really act on that through the program and through, you know, school and other mentors. I was, uh, it was really grateful. Um, I think it worked all worked out at the end. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, there's quite a few things there that I want to unpack, but yeah. Um, 
you mentioned, you know, we told you, hey, as long as you keep up your grades, um, we pretty much were very confident that we can help you get a job. Um, right. Just to be clear for everyone, we don't say that to everybody <laughs> because, like, it, it would be a lie if we made that statement to everybody because the fact of the matter is we get all sorts of students who come to us and some are more qualified than others, right? And to be completely clear, when you came to us, I believe you had a 4.0 GPA, right? So, right. like, academically, obviously, that's as good as it gets, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken, though, at the time, you didn't really have any relevant work experience, right? You didn't Correct. have any, like, finance internships on your resume. Um, you, you know, had some... Um, you had some uh, extracurricular activities, but I don't think there was anything that was like very financial related there either. So definitely, the way we viewed your profile was clearly you're a hardworking guy, intelligent guy. There's no other way that you could have gotten a 4.0 in school. So we're not worried about that. Um, but what you need to help with was getting more relevant experience so that we can turn your resume into something that would be more attractive to these investment banks. But that part, yeah. and we can talk about this a little bit later, but that part is easy for us because that's right. what we do like all day long. We help people not only like rewrite their resumes and make it look better, but also just actually like go out and get the substance that they need behind the resume, right? Like whether it's financial or joining clubs on campus or, you know, yep. whatnot, right? So I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, hey, as long as you hop on a call with us, we're going <laughs> to tell you that uh, you're virtually guaranteed an investment making job. There's also a lot of people that hop on a call with us where we tell them like, look, to be honest, I think you're a long shot and we're not confident that we can get you there. Um, and it's, we don't like giving that type of message to people, but for us, the most important thing is always to just tell the truth and be honest right. with people and um, act in a way that's aligned with our integrity, right? So um, that's honestly credit to you, the fact that we were able to tell you that we would be confident. Um, a lot of that is a testament to the hard work that you put in, right? Um, but the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, though, two other things, actually, I'll go one at a time. You mentioned you had to convince your parents to let you to join, right? Mm -hmm. How was that process? Because was that challenging, you know, or was that a pretty easy conversation? Because I know everyone's parents are different, but I'm curious, like, what your experience was like. Yeah. So for me, you know, I, I grew up in a family of five and, you know, whether it's my siblings or my parents, uh, all the professions they've worked in has been something besides the medicine banking. So it was something that's brand new. And, you know, I mean, you tell people, not even my parents, but in general, oh, I'm recruiting uh, for an internship over a year in advance. It's a little bit like for me, it was also even a shock. And so when I started telling them about that, you know, I don't think they believed me at first. It was more of, oh, okay, maybe the process starts and then it goes into summer, fall. And then, okay, that's understandable, the timeline. Uh, but, you know, during the time I, I, I showed them, you know, sort of the the facts, what's kind of about the investment banking recruitment process. And I think more importantly, what happened was that uh, my parents, they, they trusted me, they believed me. And, you know, they thought if this investment was worthwhile, they don't mind doing it uh, because for the long run, you know, that's, that's kind of what the main goal is. Um, but I think what really helped was when, uh, again, 
the consultation I had uh, with one of the Wall Street Mastermind uh, workers, she had spoken with my parents after that as well. And I think that additional extra value where, you know, you're able to hear firsthand what the program is about, what exactly it will pinpoint, what exactly I need to get there. I think that sort of three-step process kind of differentiated the program from something else because, you know, oftentimes you can see a ton of programs that have, yeah, they can have modules, they can even have mentorship, but if they don't put a case-by-case specific basis by the candidate itself and then figure out, you know, what the candidate actually needs to do rather than just having a streamlined process for everyone, you know, enroll in this. And then if you put your hard work in, fine, let's see what happens. I think that's what differentiates Wall Street Mastermind. And when she was able to talk to my parents about that effectively, uh, I think that started to convince them a little bit more. But I mean, overall, it wasn't, it wasn't like a terribly hard convincing process, but it wasn't easy either. But I think uh, the program did a great job in helping me do that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always, it's it's never going to be easy when you're asking your parents for money, right? So, yeah, exactly. But but I think the, the a couple of good points you brought up there is one, most of the time when students try to join a program, the first thing they have to do is help educate their parents on how the investment banking recruiting process works because most parents they've never recruited for banking before, and so we don't expect right. them to know. Like it's a it's a it's a really weird concept to think that you have to recruit for a job during your second year in college. Yeah. When graduation is more than two years away, now, like that right. concept without explaining it is hard for people to grasp. And for then sure. the other thing that I think is hard for parents to grasp is like just how competitive it is to get into investment banking, and also exactly what are the benefits of getting into investment banking? Like, why should I care if you become an investment banker as opposed to a, uh, an accountant for example right. Right? Uh, nothing against accountants but like you know like the pay is yeah. different the exit opportunity is different it's more prestigious like there's a lot of benefits and parents obviously want all of those things for their kids but if they don't know about it then, they, exactly. then they're not going to care right and so right. i think the education part is really important but the other thing that you you mentioned too is um you don't have to do all that on your own which is uh a lot of times what's most useful is just you know, getting your parents to just, you know, hop on a call with our team for 30 minutes so that we can help you educate right. and we can answer all their questions. And a lot of times it's not that they don't want to get you the help. It's just that with something that's unfamiliar to them, they have a lot of questions and concerns and uncertainties that they just need some reassurance that this is what, exactly. they, this is what they think it is. Right. And so we're always happy to do that and talk to parents and um, and then sometimes we talk to the parents and afterwards they decide it's not a good fit and that's totally okay. But a lot of times once they understand what this is, it's not hard to see the value proposition of something like this. Right. Right. Um, cause they're already spending so much money for you to go to college. The whole point of yeah. that is for you to get the best job possible. And this is a hundred percent in alignment with that. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like the, the, the fact that we don't take a one size fits all approach. That's something that we really pride ourselves on. And that's, I think, the one thing that really sets us apart from all the other resources out there, which are pretty much just, you know, modules or, uh, you know, video course or, I don't know, PDF file. And everybody uses the same thing. Like, that's not really that special, right? Right, definitely. Um, You mentioned that this kind of became like a whole new curriculum for you to follow kind of on top of school. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of the times, you know, we hear students say, oh, well, I don't know if I have enough time 
to commit to Wall Street Mastermind. I don't, I don't know if I have enough time to spend on what I would have to do inside of a program like Wall Street Mastermind. So I'm just not going to do it. Like, how did you think about that? Like taking on this incremental, seemingly like an incremental uh, obligation or responsibility or just commitment, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, you were probably already a pretty busy guy, right? So how did you yeah. No, and uh, yeah, that's that's a great question, and uh, yeah, no, I, I completely understand the concerns and the worries because I was in the same boat. You know, uh, when you go through school and you take decently hard classes, and you're like, oh wow, you're not putting in a lot of work here. How much extra time do I really have? Um, and I think that then really comes down to what you really want to do and you're passionate about. If you are passionate or very interested in the career in investment banking, then you are able to put in the work without much thought, and you know second thoughts about the process. See, if, if you're doing it for only a specific reason that is not really integral to the career or what you really want to do going forward, it's really tough to put in that additional amount of work because again, it is a lot. And like we talked about before, during this recruitment process, at times I was working more on banking stuff than school stuff, which is just crazy for me to think about when you're taking a full class load and involved in extracurricular activities and everything. And to your point about the busyness, you know, first year uh, I thought I was involved, but honestly, second year, not only was I more involved with part-time internships, uh, I was also involved with more extracurricular uh, clubs on campus and also leadership positions in those clubs. So that's, you know, a few, three to five hours per week type of commitment as well. And so I think a lot of things added up and, and you, know, you obviously have to have really strong time management skills, but for me, in terms of getting through the process, you know, I thought of, I had one goal in mind at that point after I was really interested in investment banking, it was to get an offer at a place that I thought was, you know, in a category that I thought I could achieve. And, you know, eventually I was able to get my dream offer at my top firm that I wanted to go to. Uh, but throughout the process, it was really tough. And you really have to have an extra gear to be able to focus your mind on everything going on. Obviously, you're not going to have the most uh, social of years uh, where you're able to have as much fun, but you have to look at it as an investment process, right? If you're able to put in a short-term investment right now, that and you secure something uh, in your late sophomore year in the summer, then you have another whole two years where you're able to obviously take classes. But you can also have fun and really spend quality time with those around you. And that's sort of how, how I talk, thought about it. And fortunately enough, you know, things went as planned, uh, six months recruitment cycle, and uh, I was done. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, I mean, that's, those are all great points. Um, basically, if I were to summarize what you just said, to you, not having time for something really comes down to, it's just a prioritization exercise of like, hey, is this thing important enough to you? Exactly. To the point where you're gonna make time for it. Like right. usually when we say, I don't have time for this, or I don't have money for this, or I, you know, whatever resource you're talking about, what we're really saying is, this thing is not important enough for me to spend my time or my money on it, right? Because I'm right. I only have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of money. And I would rather spend it on something else, right? right. For you, you're saying like, right now my career is my number one priority. There's even above school because the whole point of doing well in school is to get a good career. And so the, you're willing to make certain sacrifices 
to put this first and you're willing to even sacrifice like your social life or time with your friends. You're probably sleeping a little bit less right. <laughs> over the last six months, I'm guessing. And there's things that you deprioritize so that you can make more time for this. And ultimately you viewed it as an investment where you invest more time up front now, it's going to pay off. And now that you're done, I mean, a lot of people in your class, they're still recruiting right now, right? We're, recru- we're, we're right. recording this as of July. This is July between your sophomore and junior year. A lot of people are still going through interviews right now, kind of stressed right. out about where they're going to end up, if they're going to end up anywhere, are they going to get an offer or not? A lot of people yeah. might be recruiting well into junior year. And uh, we were kind of talking about this before we started recording this interview, but you're kind of just back home for the summer, yeah. working a little bit, but you're enjoying your time off with family and friends and whatnot. And that's right. pretty nice, right? So definitely, I think that's, that's great, man. I mean, the other thing that I would just bring up too is like, I think the question is not like whether Wall Street Mastermind is going to be more work for you. It's actually like the first question I would ask is, are you going to recruit for investment banking or not? Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether you do it with Wall Street Mastermind or do it on your own, right? Right. Because if your answer is, yeah, I'm going to recruit for investment banking no matter what, the work that's involved with recruiting is going to have to happen regardless. Exactly. Exactly. It's not really incremental. And if no. anything, if given the option between doing that work on your own versus doing it with our help, I would argue that it's a lot more efficient to do with our help. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's not going to be a lot of work because you can probably attest to this, but it was a lot of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it would have been even more work if you had to figure everything out on your own. It's your first time going through it. You've never done it before. You're not sure if you're doing things right. Um, you might make a lot of silly mistakes along the way that you could have avoided, in which mm-hmm. case you would have to go back and redo it. Like that's where people end up spending a lot of unnecessary time yep. is through the trial and error process. Whereas for us, we, we help you come up with a game plan that makes sense for you. Like, like you said, it's not one size fits all. Like for you, it involved, Hey, going out and getting some of these relevant experiences, which is why you spend right. so much time doing those part-time internships and taking on leadership, um, you know, positions in your extracurricular activities and whatnot. And then also doing the networking and the interview prep and all those things, but everything's mapped out for you. And so, you know, exactly what you need to do, what's the direction that you need to go in. And then like along the way, if you have questions, you have somewhere you can go to just ask your questions and then continue to move forward. Right. Like, exactly. So when people say, I don't have time for Wall Street Mastermind, to me, it's like, well, unless you say you're not going to recruit for banking at all, like, yeah, we're here to save you time. We're not here yeah. to add more stuff onto your plate that you wouldn't have had to do otherwise, right? Correct. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Oh, 100%. I think you uh, mentioned that whole process perfectly. Like, the outline is there. Um, what you need to do is all there. And on top of that, you have mentors. And yeah, oftentimes students and even myself, you have upperclassmen, the people you talk to that in your clubs that can help you out and things. But to have someone from 
that's been in industry, that's been on the recruitment side on the other end, uh, that, that knows what a good candidate looks like, a good interview looks like, and, you know, has that experience as, as you do, Sam, like, that's what a mentorship is also a little different. And, you know, having that, you know, I, I count the times probably ask some of the stupidest questions. The thing is, first time you go through the process, you, you don't really know even the small things and having someone you can bounce back ideas from and, and from and to uh, and get those answers quickly, super, super important, especially with networking and interviews. And there's just a lot of, you know, small nitty gritties there uh, that you just need to be perfect on. But uh, yeah, having that mentorship and that outline, like you said, uh, is incredibly important and super, super helpful. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned upperclassmen because obviously that's another popular question that people always ask, you know, like, why don't I just get help from the upperclassmen? And we always encourage people like, you should absolutely get help from your upperclassmen because, hey, why not? Like the more help you right. get, the better. But like in your experience, having worked with us and having also gotten help from the upperclassmen at school, like what would you say is the biggest difference? Like wh why not just do that? Like would you miss out on anything if you only got help from the upperclassmen and nothing else like is there a difference or not really yeah so i think the thing with the upperclassmen is that you know obviously they're there to help you and they'll help you with you know interview prep mock interviews or uh training here and there and if you if your school does offer some sort of like academy um i know we have this finance academy where we learned about the recruitment process a little bit but um if i mean if it does if it doesn't regardless I mean, that help is all good, but the thing is, I mean, some of these upperclassmen you're talking to haven't even done their internship, haven't even done their first time job. And the ones that are actually working are not gonna be able to provide mentorship services because you know they're killing themselves on the job. Uh, but the upperclassmen that you're talking to, yeah, they can help you here and there, you can schedule an interview, but you know they have things to do as well. It's not like they're just sitting by your side and you're like a little personal uh, mentor that will tell you everything with Sam and Wall Street Mastermind. I mean, their job is to really help you get through the process and obviously along with the other clients. But uh, beyond that, you you have someone that who's, again, been through and in, been in the industry at a top bank, has known everything from the recruit, recruiter side. Um, and so that input, that advice and, you know, looking at things like part time internships or um, interview prep. And these are all skills and that you develop over time. Uh, you know, obviously, the upper class that were successful, they, they probably did interview well and, and kind of went through the process correctly but uh to actually teach that and, and talk about it develops a whole nother set of skills that sam you and obviously your team have and i think that is one of the major differentiators and i think on top of that uh sort of the wall street mastermind and slack channels and everything um incorporated with uh you know the wolf pack and, and everything there it's always helpful even if you're not like you know for me i was personally not someone that was so kind of typing in messages and, and doing all of that, but reading those things, reading articles that people post and like seeing how everything is going with some of your other friends and colleagues, that's also super, super important. And because you have people that you know are in the process with you, but you can also see where certain banks are in the process, uh, who to talk to, advice on interviews. I've talked to several uh, Wall Street Mastermind clients that have helped me with interviews. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is tight-knit group for people that don't know each other at all. This is, you know, this connection has really uh, served helpful. And I think uh, all of that in combination, you know, obviously makes this program different than just upperclassmen. Yeah, that last point that you made about the community, I think is a really powerful one, right? Like a lot of times people right. say, 
coming to Wall Street Mastermind. You're just going to be working with Sam. You're just going to be working with you know, our coaches one-on-one. Yes, obviously, you're going to do all that. But honestly, over the last few years, as our community has grown, you know, to now we have hundreds of people that have gone to this program. A lot of them yep. are even like alumni now who are working at these banks. Um, it's funny because I agree with you. Like most people, if they're working in banking, like they're pretty busy. They're not really about like spending a ton of time helping you. But like, you know, we have people like Daniel Stone and I can name a few right. others who are now working in banking and they're still constantly in the Slack chain. It's just like answering people's technical questions all the time. And they give you right. like long detailed answers. And yeah. every time I see that, I'm just, uh, I mean, I'm super grateful that I have amazing clients, but also like, I'm just so happy to see that everyone in the Wolfpack is helping each other out because that's a beautiful sure. thing. Right. Um, because they, they themselves got so much help in the program and now they're kind of paying it forward. Exactly. Uh, and so as we continue to grow too, um, that network effect, I think just gets stronger and stronger. Right. And, and we have, we, we've at this point, we've now placed people into every single board back and every single elite boutique bank out there. So, you know, going forward, it's like, no matter what firm you're interested in and you need to talk to someone like, we'll have someone who's worked there before, right? And that, that's right. a really powerful thing as well. Exactly. Um, that's amazing, man. So, I mean, look, it, it sounds like, it sounds like, you know, you got a lot out of the program. Uh, and obviously, you know, you got more relevant experience. Sounds like after you came in, um, in terms of like, that's like on the resume side, right? Yeah. And then like, what else did we work on with you? It was like, aside from your resume, getting relevant experience, where like, what were the other major components from your, from your point of view and that, that kind of really helped you? Yeah, definitely. So I think, yeah, like you mentioned, the biggest thing is relevant experience. Like you said, grades, I was fortunately okay. And then, you know, some of the other stuff was, was still fine, but yeah, I had a whole year to get more activities and, and leadership positions and things like that on campus, which I was pretty confident in, but relevant experience was a huge thing. And like you mentioned, um, that was one of the major things y'all helped me with. It was sort of getting that part-time internship, small private equity firm in the fall. Um, and then in the spring, work getting, you know, kind of connected with an investment bank through that internship and that I'm able to work for in the summer. But um, besides that, you know, it was it was a lot of what the modules entailed, the office hours, you know, those questions when going through the process, you know, it was for me, obviously, I had to study a lot on the technicals and, you know, everyone will have to do that part on their own, like just doing a certain thing. You, you have to go above and beyond because you have to be so fundamentally sound that any iteration of question and guides or in programs, you, you got to know it. And so you got to know it inside out. Um, and so watching all of those repeatedly, uh, seeing how, and you had mentioned like, you know, this is an example of one question, but understanding the concept behind it is most important. It's not understanding and memorizing this answer. Yes, some banks will ask you the same types of questions, but others won't. Um, and, you know, I had the experience where so a lot of my interviews, you know, they didn't ask these types of questions. So uh, being able to understand the technicals on that side uh, through the program, then also in office hours, uh, just seeing questions constantly, uh, practicing how to speak it out, um, obviously how to answer it efficiently. And then behavioral side, you know, being able to really get your story down effectively. Um, and obviously all the other behaviorals, I think was, was also really important. Um, and then lastly, it was networking, you know, networking, I think is a very 
underappreciated and um, an underrated uh, kind of part of the investment banking recruitment cycle when you first come into it. Um, obviously, you'll play, you U.S. plays a huge emphasis on it, and rightfully so. Um, and with that, being able to how to email, how to call, um, how to be able to have a good conversation. It takes practice. It's not easy. Um, but having that guidance as well, super, super helpful. And what I kind of did was when I went through all the modules, I've made notes on each single video. So not only would that help me remember at the time, but to go back, read those notes, so it's easy to see, okay, this is the way I decided to send my first email, second email, third email, um, how to go about that, cold emails, warm emails. Uh, and those templates were super, super helpful as well. So I think honestly, everything helps a lot. Uh, obviously the relevant experience part um, and through those resources that you guys had, that was definitely the most important, but there wasn't something that wasn't important. <laughs> no, that last statement is, uh, I laugh because it couldn't be more true when it comes to banking. It's like, there are probably four or five different boxes you got to check at a minimum. Yeah. It's like, which one's the most important? I don't know. It's all of them because exactly. if you're missing any one of them, you're only going to go as far as your weakest link allows you to go. And definitely usually given how competitive banking is, um, just messing up in one area is going to probably ru ruin your chances overall. Right? For sure. I agree. Um, they're all very important. So you alluded to this earlier, but um, you said that you got your dream offer. You got your top choice. So can we tell people like what was the final outcome for you with this recruiting process? Yeah. For sure. So uh, with the recruitment process, you know, I went through several interview cycles and have gotten a few offers before uh, uh, the one I'm going to next summer. But eventually I was able to land an offer at Lazard and that's make group in New York uh, for next summer. And uh, for me and just coming from Emory, we had a pretty decent connection there. And the people I talked to just developed an honestly an instant connection. I love the culture, love the firm. Um, and so I was, uh, you know, really fascinated and uh, just thrilled to have the opportunity to, you know, to be able to work there next summer. So really excited about that. And I think, um, honestly, yeah, it, it all worked out at the end. And honestly, it was probably the best, uh, most perfect, ideal uh, kind of scenario for me uh, from the start of the process to the end. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, that's amazing because Lazar obviously is one of the best firms out there. Um, and I think overall you got, well, like three offers at least. Yeah. So I think it was, I think it was four. Um, wow. and then I was, uh, I was in the process with other friends, which obviously there's no guarantee. So, uh, you know, you're constantly wanting to be in the process. Uh, but it was four. And then, uh, at the time when I accepted Lazard, there was a couple that, you know, I was getting ready to interview for, but obviously, uh, once I got that one, I kind of relaxed a little bit and I was like, this is my top choice going into it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it. Yeah, no, that's great. That's, that's a great feeling because um, when you can actually just, you know, get the one that you're really happy and content with and you don't have to keep thinking about like, well, can I do better? Can I do better? Exactly. Uh, that, that, that's amazing. That's an amazing feeling. So um, that's awesome, man. Obviously, super happy for you. I already told you this before, uh, but I'll say it again. I mean, um, huge congrats on an amazing outcome. And obviously, you know, most of the credit goes to you for um, putting in the work and, you know, executing on like, you know, all the stuff that we taught you, right? Because, you know, watching videos and learning these strategies and tactics is one thing, but going out and actually doing it, you know, is a whole other thing, right? And so um, huge props to you for that. I guess um, as a final question for you, um, 
for those people who are listening, maybe people who are, you know, in similar shoes as you, maybe they go to a semi-target school or maybe it's a non-target school for some banks. Um, maybe they don't know too much about banking. They know they want to do banking, but they're at the very beginning of their process. Maybe they don't have a whole lot of relevant experience. Like, you know, is there something like one piece of advice that you wish someone had told you back when you were first starting this process? Like something that now in hindsight, knowing what you know today, uh, would have helped you tremendously uh, in this recruiting process. Do you have anything like that that you could share with people? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, first, thank you so much for the kind sentiments. Really appreciate it. And, you know, Wall Street Mastermind had a lot to do with that and just helping me throughout. So uh, obviously, we'll have to give credit where credit's due. So really appreciate that from Sam, from you and your team. But um, in terms of the advice side of it, uh, and to, for me, in something like someone, I wish someone had told me, and more so, I kind of knew it at the back of my mind. But one of the biggest pieces of advice that I would give is that when you go through the process, you got to first, I think for everyone that's interested in a career, whether that's business, law, medicine, anything, right? To be interested in something, you have to like what they're doing. You have to, you know, learn about it. And so I think learning about these different industries, whether it's investment banking, another business industry, it's the first step. And once you're able to do that, and if you are interested in investment banking, fine, that's great. Um, I think that's honestly a big checkbox because that'll allow you, and if you're able to, it will allow you to put in the work. And so my biggest piece of advice, once you sort of finalize and figure that out, is to really see what your capacity is, what you're willing to do, and how much you're willing to go uh, to like the ends of the entire process to make sure you get what you want. And I think that all comes down to how hard you work, your work ethic, how diligent you are, and how you're able to get through things effectively. And, and obviously, I'm not going to tell you, it wasn't easy. Like, there's a lot of ups and downs, not just like, you know, recruitment process, you know, physically, emotionally, there's a lot of things that, that have ups and downs. But uh, again, my biggest piece of advice was, is that if you are interested in career in banking, you got to be willing to put the work in. And if you are willing to put the work in, in my experience, and so a lot of my friends' experiences, things will turn out right. But you can't let up. You can't be the person that's like, oh, if I don't do this, uh, it's okay. You know, I'll study this at another time. And then interview comes, question comes, you're just fretting. Uh, so you you really got to be able to put the work in um, and make sure you're consistently putting the hard work in until you get that offer that you want. Um, and, and if you do that, you know, from my experience, it, it all turns out well. Uh, but you just, you just got to keep grinding and, and just keep grinding for that period of time until you get that offer. And, and I think that's my biggest piece of advice throughout this process. Because at the end of the day, like a lot of what you do is, yeah, I mean, it's not easy stuff, but it's not rocket science. Like what you're learning, you can learn. If you have an aptitude for it, you can learn it up. Uh, networking, practice. But once you practice, you can have, you can view it as a conversation with someone, not just like a task, um, behavioral training, all that. It's it's practice. And so it's not, it's not hardest of things, but you got to do it effectively. And once you're in the interviews, you just had to kill it. And then once you do that, you know, you're, you're in rhythm and uh, you're able to just do well uh, and, and hopefully land the job of your choice. But it just really comes down to work ethic, how hard you want to work. And if you're able to put that in, uh, you know, it's pretty much guaranteed that something good will come your way. Absolutely, man. That's great advice. So look, guys, um, for those of you that are still listening, you know, I think, I have a lot of takeaways from this, but obviously, uh, you know, like Amit said, you got to be willing to put in the work, right? And if you're the type of person where you know this is what you want to do, 
it's a high priority for you. You're willing to make sacrifices for this, you know, at least in the near term where you just kind of, you know, lock down and focus and maybe make some sacrifices, put in the time, put in the work. Um, but at the same time, you want to do all of that in an efficient manner. You want right. to do it uh, where you're not wasting any of your uh, motions. You're not wasting like the time and effort that you're putting in. And you want to make sure that you're getting maximum results and the best outcome possible. Like, you know, in a mid's case, like getting his dream offer, getting his top choice, like that's the type of results that you want. Then I want to encourage you to, you know, book a free strategy session with our team, right? This is that initial free consultation that I mentioned earlier where he got to talk to Kate and his parents also later got to talk to Kate. Um, it's a free consultation. Like what we do is we're going to ask you some questions about your specific situation, just so we can understand it better. We want to know like what your goals are. We want to understand like what challenges you might be having and what it is that you feel like you might need help with. And depending on what you tell us, like we may or may not be able to help you. Like Amit says, like we don't take a one size fits all approach. So it all just depends, right? That's why it's right. a consultation. And um, if we think we can help you, we'll absolutely tell you that. Just like we told Amit, we were very confident that we could get in the outcome and we delivered on that promise, right? But even if we don't 100%. think we can help you, we'll be very honest with you, like I said, and we'll just, um, you know, at a minimum though, give you some advice on what we think exactly. we're we in your shoes. And so really you have nothing to lose um, by just having a quick chat with our team. We'll hop on a call with you for 30 to 45 minutes. Um, and it's probably going to be one of the best 45 minutes you've ever spent on recruiting, right? So yeah. it, it could totally change your trajectory. So if you guys want to do that, want to take me up on this offer of having this free strategy session, then you can go to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. Um, the street is abbreviated to ST. So it's wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And uh, pick a time that works for you. And we look forward to talking to you. All right. So with that said, Amit, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on here and share your experience with the people. Obviously, again, huge congrats to you for being a total rock star, getting your top top choice offer. Um, that's, that's a great feeling, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing all the success you have ahead of you. And, uh, you know, obviously you always be a part of the Wall Street Mastermind family, part of the Wolf Pack. And so don't be a stranger. Um, let us know if we can ever help you with anything else in the future. And uh, I look forward to staying in touch, man. Uh, thank you so much, Sam. Really enjoyed this. And yeah, I mean, honestly, like you said, just to echo that last point, I mean, free strategy session, you have nothing to lose. You just book it see if it's the right fit. And, and, you know, a lot of good things will come from there as you probably heard from my ex experience. So thank you again so much, Sam. Really enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah, I look forward to staying in touch. Absolutely, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Yep. Take care. All right. Bye.